millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. In Dolomite Sands and Manila Bay, it's still an issue. How is government reacting to all the criticism and all the comments and suggestions? And President Duterte has given the green light for oil exploration in the West Philippine Sea. Now, what can we expect from this? Mula po sa Quezon City, ako si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. At ako si Inday Espina Varona. It's October 19. Itong Teka Teka, balita para sa mga huli sa balita. Teka Teka, before we proceed, if you're listening to Teka Teka, then chances are you already also know about Puma Podcast. But please be aware that we have also now put Teka Teka on its own channel wherever you podcast. So if you want to binge just the news, please do follow Teka Teka. But continue to follow Puma Podcast because as you know, marami tayong ginagawa na iba pang mga proyekto. Sisipsipin nyo ang dugo ng taong bayan sa dami ng kinuha nyong pondo. Tapos ngayon, gumagawa kami ng maganda, kailangang magbayad kami sa inyo. Huwag naman. I'm sure narinig mo na yung soundbite na yan last week in Dai, as did a lot of our listeners. Oh yes. Environment Undersecretary Benny Antiporda, who got himself in trouble last week with that remark that sparked controversy among the science community. Minsan lang natin naririnig ang mga scientists na magsalita. So seryoso ito. And what started it all was still the dolomite sand in Manila Bay. Scientists have said the beautification of the bay was not necessary. They even said it might do more harm than good to the environment. Ni Naturalba looks into this story. Robbie and I, scientists from the University of the Philippines have voiced several concerns about the dolomite project along Manila Bay. The Institute of Biology stated that dumping dolomite in the area may disrupt its ecosystem. Maari itong makabawas sa habitat ng mga aquatic flora and fauna at ng mga endangered migratory birds. Nababaon din ito ang mga natural sediments that help keep the ecosystem healthy. Ang natural sediments kasi ay mahalaga sa pagpigil ng erosion at sa pagpapanatili ng nutrients sa ecosystem among other functions. Meanwhile, the Marine Science Institute said that crushed dolomite sand will not help solve the root of environmental problems in Manila Bay. We talked to Dr. Caroline Haraula of the MSI to learn more. Water quality is one of the primary concerns for Manila Bay. Metro Manila is the most populated area in the Philippines. And then we only have about 20% of the population connected to a sewer system. Within this group, mas kuwante pa yung treated yung wastewater nila. Imagine flushing down your toilet. Kung hindi yon mapunta sa sewer system, so wastewater treatment system, then it just goes down the river, the streams, the creeks, the canals into Manila Bay. Dr. Haraula also cited the pressing plastic pollution problem. 
as well as an emerging concern. The medicine we take, which is flushed from our bodies, may remain in our wastewater as contaminants. The threat of erosion also persists in Manila Bay due to a number of factors, especially during this time of the year with higher wind force and heavy rainfall. Dolomite is vulnerable to erosion, at posibleng mataas ang halaga ng pagmaintain nito. One way to answer that problem is through beach nourishment. Magtatambak ng sediments para mapupuno yung mga nawala na sediments. Mahirap yon kapag erosive na talaga yung area. Yung sustainability niya depende kung hanggang saan or hanggang kailan nyo kayang i-nourish. Kung kailangan kayong palaging magdadagdag ng sediments, then pag-isipan magkano kaya ang gagastusin hanggang saan aabot yung pera namin. Sa huli, hindi sapat ang pag-rehabilitate lamang ng coastal areas. Dr. Haraula emphasized the role of multiple sectors in addressing the water quality problem of Manila Bay. At the individual and household level, we need to reduce our single plastic use, which will reduce the amount of waste that goes into our waterways. Mahalaga din ang urban planning. Parks and wetlands host natural processes that can clean water, hence the suggestion by UP scientists to plant mangroves along Manila Bay. And of course, wastewater treatment plants need to be in place, working with natural processes and other engineered systems towards a clean environment. Lahat ito kasali. Hindi lang itong 500-meter stretch sa Rojas Boulevard. It's the whole of Manila Bay and the coastal areas around it. Cavite, Pampanga, Bulacan, Bataan. All of that going up to their watersheds. Yes, importanteng integrated lahat ito. Madali siyang sabihin pero actually medyo komplikado siya kasi iba-ibang local governments yon. Lahat sila kailangang mag-agree but I know at the end of the day, all of us agree that we need a sustainable environment, we need an environment that's healthy. Maraming salamat ni Naturalba. Now Rob, let's talk about the West Philippine Sea. Last Friday, the president announced he was lifting the moratorium on oil and gas exploration. Specifically, we're talking about Recto Bank, which is rich in natural gas deposits. If you remember, in the previous administration suspended explorations in Recto Bank back in 2012. Here's Energy Secretary Alfonso Cusi. It's done in good faith because uh, alam naman natin na tayong MOU na pinirmahan uh, together with China. No? So uh, saying that it is in good faith because it does not affect the MOU that does not stop the joint development activities that we might arrive at with China. So the uh, Chinese corporation and our licenses and our PNOC can still join together and uh, participate in the development. Meron tayong service contract na na-issue, so natetenga ito. Secretary Kuzi was referring to the Memorandum of Understanding signed during Chinese President Xi Jinping's state visit to Manila back in November 2018. Ang sinasabi ng MOU na to is that all negotiations and projects done under the agreement will be, quote, without prejudice to the respective legal positions of both governments. So medyo vague yan, kasi pag umalma yung isa, paano na? But we also need to mention that back in September, the Department of Energy opened bids for oil exploration near Recto Bank to private companies. 
Among the companies that showed interest, Dennis Uy's Udena Corporation and Manivy Pangilinan's PXP Energy. Both companies are expanding their fuel business and the DOE has accepted their application documents. They're set to review each company's qualifications. Inevitably in these days, let's still talk about COVID. Josa Quinones joins us to give us the latest on the pandemic. We're noting new spikes. Some are speculating a second wave of cases in Europe. Robbie Inday, mabilis tumataas ang COVID cases across Europe, which signals the second wave of infections in the region. Last week, the World Health Organization reported more than 100,000 new cases per day in Europe. One-third ng cases sa buong mundo ay nasa European countries. Ayon sa health experts, nag-spike uli ang cases pagkatapos luwagan ang mga social restrictions. Factor din ang weather. Habang lumalamig, mas maraming social events ang nagaganap indoors. Kung saan, mas mabilis kumalat ang virus. Factor din ang hindi pagsuot ng mask at hindi pag-social distancing, which is the case sa Netherlands. Nakaapekto din na naging mas complacent ang mga tao pagkatapos bumaba ng cases. Halimbawa, sa Spain at Italy, nagsimula silang tumanggap ng mga turista noong July at August. Sa UK at France, nagbukas na uli sila ng mga bars, shops, pati offices at schools. Ayon kay Regional Director Hans Kluge ng World Health Organization, if this rate continues, Europe might have to face worse spikes in 2021. Projections from reliable epidemiological models are not so optimistic. These models indicate that prolonged relaxing policies could propel by January 2021 daily mortality at levels four to five times higher than what we recorded in April. Maraming salamat, Josa Quinones. Josa is the producer of Teka Teka segment COVID Corner. This week, she continues to talk to scientist DJ Bandoy about this tricky matter of forecasting. Here's an excerpt. Familiar tayo sa forecasting kasi kapag nanood tayo ng balita sa weather report, mayroong forecast o uulan ba bukas. So nagkakaroon tayo ng idea kung ano yung mangyayari sa kinabukasan gamit ang mga mathematical models. So ang epidemic model nagbibigay sa atin ng idea para makapag-forecast hindi siya parang nanguhula-hula na itotoscoin natin yan. Siguro bukas ganito yung mangyayari. May basis siya. Now, Inday, I don't know if you're a K-pop fan, but BTS should be familiar to you. Um, not really, no, but a lot of younger people I know are really big fans. Now, whether you're a fan or not, this is an interesting story because BTS and its handlers They've just gone public, not in terms of performance, but in terms of entering the market. Shares in Big Hit, the management company behind BTS, skyrocketed on their first day of trading in South Korea. And by that, we mean it opened at $235, double the offering price that Big Hit initially set out for. In just one day, the company's value settled at around $7.6 billion. And majority of the revenue, almost 90%, really comes from this single Korean boy band, BTS. So let's call back Nina Taralba to explain. Mabilis lang, Nina. 
Sino nga ba sila at bakit napaka-popular nila? Inday, BTS is the seven-member band from South Korea. Some are saying they have become the biggest boy group since the Beatles, thanks to the dedication of its tens of millions of fans, known as the BTS ARMY. It comes as no surprise that the band's popularity will influence their stock value, because in recent weeks, BTS has had two number one songs on the Billboard Hot 100. I guess nasa timing din kasi. Because the weekend before their stock listing, their online concert sold about 1 million tickets at prices starting at $45. Big Hit has been a particularly appealing target for Korean investors, especially as the economy reels from this pandemic. Thank you for that quick explainer, Nina. Okay, now before we end, here's our mystery sound for this episode. Do you know what this is? Leave a message or a note if you know what that was all about. In the meantime, that's all for this episode of Teka Teka, mga balita para sa huli sa balita. Follow our page Teka Teka for more news stories and Puma Podcast for more updates on our other podcasts. Muli, ako po si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. At ako si Indaya Spina Varona. Teka Teka, like Puma Podcast is available on Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or kung saan man kayo Puma Podcast. This episode was produced by our executive producer, Kat Ventura. It was edited by Mark Casillian. With reports from Nina Toralba and Diosa Quinones, maraming salamat po. Teka Teka